Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over Eddie O leaving the Blackhawks. We're going to go over some NHL news. Um, notably, I want to talk about the Matthew Kachuk. Uh, Calgary Flames filed for club elected salary arbitration. What that means. I think that's pretty interesting. And, um, but, you know, number one, man, I want to thank our fans for listening to us. Thanks for listening to us during the dog days of summer. You know, uh, it's still a good time for hockey, I guess. You know, as things are starting to, the dust has settled from the old season. Um, teams are looking to shake up the rosters and get ready for next season. So here we go. Notably, Chicago Blackhawks, Eddie O, Eddie Olchek has moved on going to the Seattle Kraken. He's been with the Blackhawks for 16 years, actually got drafted by the Blackhawks. I believe that was 1986, number three overall pick. Um, he's been, he's a, um, a Blackhawk through and through, man. And he's moving on to Seattle. Um, Matt, a lot of people are blindsided by this. No, but including the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, they thought that they had an offer. I mean, they put an offer through. They thought that, you know, everything was good to go. They're just waiting for him to sign it. And then out of nowhere, um, you know, this kind of gets dropped today. So um, what do you think, Matt? Well, it, when I first saw it, I was, you know, everyone was surprised. But then when you really sit down and think about it, I'm really not surprised. I mean, why would he want to be here for a kind of like a slow, slower rebuild? I mean, it, it doesn't really affect him as a color analyst, but... I think he lost his buddy, man. He lost his best friend in the booth. It won't be the same. And I think that uh, he wanted some some more term, and I think he's getting that in Seattle. John Forslund is the head play-by-play guy there, and um, he's a, he's got he's a good voice for hockey, man. I, I enjoy his broadcasts when he he was with the Hurricanes for many years. And um, yeah, it's it's sad to see Eddie go, but I think. Deep down, Eddie was hurt. He wasn't given that, you know, presidential kind of role or upper management role to make some hockey decisions. And, you know, what? like he put his time in, you know, Dale Talon went through the same process. He started off as a, a color analyst and he worked his way to a head scout. Then he worked his way to the GM and, you know, he ended up building a dynasty for the Hawks. And I think it would only be fair, Eddie should get that opportunity, but it seems like maybe it was a dead end here in Chicago and he, you know what, maybe it's time to move on and try to pursue other things. In all respect to Eddie O, I want to say that, you know, I, him and, and Pat Foley in the booth, man, you know, they were, you know, yin and yang up there. You know, I thought that they were incredible together. Um, th- very like-minded humor between the two. You could tell that these guys deeply respect each other. You could tell that they had a great time together having fun calling games in the booth. I'll miss that forever. I think that this is a, a good time for Eddie O to walk away. Pat Foley retires, you know, and, um, you know, Eddie, Eddie, he got an opportunity. You know, the, the Blackhawks gave him an, a contract offer. You know, in his original contract, he signed on to call 82 games. A lot of people, I don't know if you guys know this, the Blackhawks pay him for 82 games. He doesn't call 82 games for the Blackhawks because he goes off and does his TNT thing. So, you know, that's one thing. I know the Blackhawks wanted him for 82. Um, 
I think it's a good time for a, a new start for this squad. You know, they're looking to kind of leave, you know, what is old in the past. And I think that they really need to do that. Um, they're, they're looking to have a fresh start this coming season. They're not going to have Eddie O and, and, uh, and, and Pat Foley, you know, looming over them in, in the booth. If, if you, if you know what I mean, having Eddie there and it's like, Oh, well, we've got this, we got this one new guy there. Now they're going to have two new guys and you know, the fans are going to have to, are going to have to get behind that. And if they yeah. don't want to get behind it, then fine, you know, then go and watch uh, Nashville or something. It better because, be Ronick. Yeah. We need to, we need to trim a little fat on this, on this fan base. Uh, anyways, there's a lot of people bitching about everything, dude. And you know what? Uh, I don't think a lot of people have, you know, too much to really bitch about. We got three Stanley Cups in in five years at one time. You know, that stuff doesn't last forever. And I think everybody thought that it was going to last forever. So if we lose some, you know, some of the fan base, I'm, I'm all for it because that might, uh, you know, trim some of the fat and, and bring some of these ticket prices down to, to something reasonable. Because, uh, you know, they were incredible for a while, man. I couldn't get any seats under 90 bucks. Which is uh, which is incredible, Matt. What were you getting? What were you getting them for when you had season tickets? I think I remember giving you guys some, you and Kimmy. Uh, and you know what? I when I first when I first got them, it was 06. I paid. I you know what? I got a twenty one game plan. Me and my buddy Joe, and um, it was cheap, man. It was like two hundred something bucks. Wow. And then the next year, you were like, you know what? This team is it's. Dale, you know, we brought in Marty Havlett. He's he was an exciting, explosive player, and we're like, you know, what? let's get behind this guy, you know. So we we got forty one games. I think I paid four seventy five for every home game, and then you know it kept it kept going up a little bit each time. And twenty ten, I think they were, you know, they were obviously picked to be a Stanley Cup contender. And a favorite, and then they went up to about seven hundred. But then yeah. it just kept going up and up and up and up. And a couple kids later, you can't even, you know, yeah. I, I can't be doing that. So me and my I, cousin I, Paige, I, I think five k in in twenty thirteen. Or it might have been twenty fifteen. We paid five k for two seats. What level? Uh, three hundred, I think. Oh, jeez, so it was insane. I, so they froze ticket prices uh, 2011. So I, I was paying the same thing. I, you know what? I made enough money through the playoff, my p- playoff games that I sold. And I paid for the next season with uh, pretty much one game with Philly and one game with San Jose. I banked. And then tw- <laughs> 2012, it was just, um, it got too hard for me. I, I, I almost, I think I sold. 30 games and I was going to pay for the next season. And I just started having too many kids and it was tough. So I sold, (laughs) I sold my share, like my seat to this guy for like a thousand bucks. And I said, Hey, it's all yours, man. You do what you got to do. I'll, I'll just say, Hey, this guy's buying it and put it under his name. And that's what we did. And so I, that was my like, uh, going away gift, I guess. But, uh, I kind of regret it now. You thinking about it because 2013 was that, you know, the lock. Actually, it was a lockout year, but you know, Ray Emery was an exciting goalie that year with Crawford, and you know, I would have liked to go to a couple of those games. And I think I only made it to the Red Wing game seven, where Seabrook 
you know, scored that OT. That was my only game that year, and it was a great time, oh, man. man. It was a great time. That's incredible. Yeah. So uh, ticket prices are, you know, maybe they'll come down a little bit. Yeah, um, like you, know, you said, trim the fat, make it fun, get rid of the the bandwagons. Yeah. They pay. They I mean they spend money too, but you know it's yeah. it's it's just a little different though. Do you know what I mean? You know what, man. When when it was rough, I know you went to a couple games in your college days. You know what though? You were with hockey people, right? You, you were with people that knew the game. Even if it was the opposing team, there were Red Wings fans there. You, they knew hockey. They knew a good hockey play when they saw one. They would cheer, you know. And but it's some guys literally just they go take their pictures and oh look at I was here. I'm at the Hawks game. That's the worst. Just yeah. put your phone down. Enjoy the game. And you got people yelling, why would you ice it? Why are you icing it? Well, do you yeah. see the do you see the little timer up there? That's <laughs> called a penalty. We're shorthanded. We're trying to kill that actually. That's why we're icing it. It's usually so, the guy with his yeah. polo tucked into his jeans. Yeah, and the and the tag the tag still hanging off his Taves jersey. So that, th- those are <laughs> so those those were the worst. I and then, you know, d- just People like, I get it, you're new. I had a guy literally turn around and ask me, since when has there has there been four referees? I'm like, what? I'm like, there's been four referees since like the 05 lockout. That's what they wanted to help. You know, there was only one main ref and two linesmen. Right. They wanted to get a ref in the back to, you know, call that, you know, a one guy can't see everything if you think it's it's impossible he's like i didn't know that and then he turns around in the same sentence so is steve sullivan still number 26 i'm like (laughs) steve sullivan's on the predators bro like where he's like oh i've been away for a long time i'm like yeah i see that (laughs) (laughs) but uh, good for you for coming back but geez i wouldn't say stuff like that man especially in front of a good looking chick like uh, you look like a moron. <laughs> so yeah. get rid of those guys. Bring back the old school guys and kind of jumping over. Up, they don't give a shit. Yeah, it was three hundred level. He was probably you know, but whatever. But look, going back to Eddie O, if they're gonna bring in a guy, bring in a guy that reaches to the audience level of our age, like thirties yeah. to forty. Bring back Ronick. Bring back Tony Amani. Bring like. He, I hate oh, to say oh, this, Amani but, might not be might hey, not be listenable, man. What about Chelios? <laughs> Chelios. I mean, uh, I don't, I can't stand him, but he's really good on ESPN right now. Yeah, he's a big name. He'll get that millennial type kid uh, type. Yeah, person. but there's a lot of people like you who hate him. Yeah, but he knows his stuff. Yeah, I respect him. Like I, I, you know, I think he's too dark and red, and he's a Red <laughs> Wing, but. He knows his stuff. He's an old school dude. He's tough. He's like, hey, they got to get tougher if they want to beat these guys. You know, even even Stu Grimson, man, I loved his analyst. Uh, his his his, you know, what his game stuff in I would the love intermission for them for them to reach out to him. He was the only one to like 
bring up a, a clip saying, I don't know what the Hawks were thinking on this. They're, they're all over the place. <laughs> He's and great, he, man. I, I, dude, I, you learn from these guys. Like Steve Conroy, oh, yeah, he made a nice play. He shot it top shelf. Thanks, Steve. We didn't see that. Like I like a guy who teaches you. And Olchek did that, too. Yeah, Olchek would, you know, stop it right here. That was his thing. Yeah. And he'd show you. Like, you look see at this you over young, here? All you little young mics I like out there. That. Yeah. I like he, that because not everybody knows hockey. Right. And he really, he really showed showed people like hey did you see this little play right there he'd go right. and they'd freeze it stop it right there and he'd show the stick lifting up another stick that is a underrated play right there this is what wins you games that I, I love that stuff he had good ones and he talked about positioning yeah when he would talk about saying like hey do you see how this guy pinches up here this is your responsibility to see him doing that and move over to his position so that he can do something like that so you don't create a odd man break and I you know those it. are those are big things man I'll, I'll tell my kid i'm like you see what he just said he's yeah. like yeah 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 you're right so yep. uh I, yeah man I'd, I'd love to have Stu grimson i think that he's uh Stu's I think, good i think he's great man well he's, he's a very yep. well-spoken guy he knows what he's a great analyst he's a great analyst you know what i think i'm going to reach out to the blackhawks and uh, see if i can facilitate this in some way but, i think you should do jr i JR? think we need we just need a guy with a non you know, doesn't give a shit. I don't know, man. I, I think I, I love I, it. I, I mean, love I do. It. I love Jr. You know, he's my favorite black, probably my favorite black hawk of all time. But uh, I think that I'd rather have Stu in there. I, I just think that he's he's he calls a really great game. He does, but I think you're bringing in a star like that. Sure, you're you're gonna you're gonna get people interested. Like, hey, you know what? I want to listen to what Ronick's got to say. Yeah, you know. But sure. the Hawks are good. They're I know it's a they're never gonna do it because Ronick's got history of pissing people off and saying some controversial things. But hey, I would that would keep me very interested in watching a Hawks game. Yeah, considering the product on the ice. At least I can listen to Jeremy Roenick. And you were joking yeah. about Tony Amani. He'd be a little too Bostonish. Uh, yeah, I can't even. Would. I can't even talk like yeah, yeah, yeah. can't do it. It's impossible. Rolling those but, eyes. But he was a good Blackhawk. Be a too and, hard. But people, <laughs> I think he was an analyst for the Boston like Comcast uh, station. You know, I I remember him calling out Marion Hosa during that final. Was that 2013? And uh, he's like, Marion Hosa's got to suck it up and he's got to play. I, I think Host was he was sick one game or whatever. He's like, this is the Stanley Cup. He goes, I never got that chance to compete for there, and I would play if I was blah blah blah. And it really pissed Host off. And you know, I don't blame Host as a, a freaking legend, you know. But sure. he's, I remember Host saying, I don't care what Tony Amanti say, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, I, I I like Tony. You know, number ten. He's him and Sharpie will be the number tens of the Blackhawks really? for history. Yeah. But uh, it, it would be interesting, man, bringing back a guy like that and getting an audience like in our level, you know. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, big news today, which is interesting. Move out of Calgary, Matthew Kachuk, is twenty four years old forward, son of uh, Keith Kachuk, had a career highs this past year: forty two goals, sixty two assists, one hundred and four points in eighty two games. Played every single game. And uh, he was fourth in a plus minus. He was a plus 57 this year, which is, uh, yeah, that is, wow. that's really impressive. And uh, he also had 10 points, four goals and six assists in 12 games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So he shows up in the playoffs as well, which is huge. Um, the Calgary Flames have filed for a club elective salary arbitration with Matthew Kachuk. By doing that, 
they keep Kachuk, a restricted free agent who's unable to receive an offer sheet from another team. So I think Calgary's trying to hold on to whatever they can out there because losing Goudreau is huge. I, I will guarantee you that Matthew Kachuk doesn't score anywhere near 100 points next year. What do you think? Whew. It's a good take. Uh, he lost He lost a very good playmaker in Johnny yeah. Hockey. I Patrick Kane, a light type of player. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's going to hit that mark either unless they, you know, bring in a guy like maybe say Kadri to fill in that spot. But I, you know, you never know who's going to come in. I personally don't think Kachuk wants to be there anymore. He's been giving these guys trouble with re-signing, you know, a couple times. That's like their thing, though. That's like the Kachuk thing, though. It is. They will. He will hold out. I think he would sit half the season if he had to. And it to me, it wouldn't be worth it. I know the Blues are obsessed with this guy. If the Blues can give him a great offer, I would definitely pull the trigger on it. But if they lose Kachuk, that city is going to be up in flames. I agree. What are they going to do? Do you think that this team makes it to the playoffs next year? If they lose Kachuk and they are they've already lost Johnny Hockey, no way. That's two. That's two hundred. Well, yeah, two hundred points, right? Hundred yeah. points a man. That's, that's pra- a lot actually, that's, of production. That's one hundred and twenty points, I believe. No, that's I'm sorry, two hundred and twenty points. How many goals is that? That's got to be eighty goals, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot to make goals up, and uh, like a hundred and wait, yeah, like a that's that's a lot to make up. That's steps. a lot to ask from your bottom six guys that are stepping in. That's a lot. I mean, if you're going to be an analytics dude, numbers man, you ain't you ain't going to make that up. Losing those two guys, that's you're going to ask a lot for Jacob Markstrom, who's a very good goalie, but he's going to have a lot of trouble this year. Yeah, man. Um, I'll be honest with you. We might be looking at a flash in the pan here at the Flames because they might be a one-and-done uh, playoff team here. Yeah, it's a shame. I, I thought Matthew Kachuk was like a huge difference maker in that series, man. He was uh, I, I was against the uh, Oilers, right? He The first game, he was it was all like the Matthew Kachuk show. Like, hey, I'm right. going to be a pest. I'm going to score. I'm going to fight. Right. And I don't know what happened. He stopped doing it, and the Oilers won. I mean, I, I didn't get that one. Well, obviously, you know that we were Ole Salas predicting Calgary to come out of that one. Me too. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I think that he's a great player. I think that he has to have a talented player with him for him to see his top potential, though. And I don't think that they have that anymore. But yeah, you lost a huge, huge piece in that in that dynasty that never will be. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. So, what else do you got, man? Well, since we're on the Flames topic, um, that seems to be like the hot topic around you know the hockey world. Is Johnny Goudreau like was it right for him to do what he did, or is Johnny Hockey? Is he? It was. Do you think it was okay, or do you think that he really screwed over the Flames? I don't know what he's looking to do because it doesn't look like he's looking to win a Stanley Cup. That's one hundred percent 
I'm I'm 100 yes. positive on that. I agree with you on that because this team was primed, ready to go. They maybe needed one or two more pieces, or maybe not run into Connor McDavid playing in NHL 22 mode. You know, yeah. But um, I don't. It's definitely not for the money. He, well, it, it can't be for the money because I believe he turned down more. The New Jersey was offering him, I think, ten and a half million a year. The Flames it, offered that, him more too. That's pretty. Cl- that's that's pretty close to. Oh, Philadelphia, New Jersey. It's closer to Philadelphia than Calgary is. Yeah, I'm not sure how the taxes are in Canada. I, I know it's a different world up there. But I know the Flames offered more than Columbus. And he, you know what? He, there was reports he wants to be closer to home on the East Coast. And it was it shocked everybody. Columbus? Like, why? What for? Like, was it the money? And you, you see the, the, the numbers and it, what, 68 million? That's, it's not that much, but it, it surprised everybody. I know our buddies, Mitts and Twigs, that guy's got to be, you know, Biting probably, his nails. It, I think he's in a padded cell right now. I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be tough. That's like, that's like, you know, Patrick Kane in his prime leaving saying I'm going I want to go play in Buffalo and signing you know with like the Devils or a team a team like the Hurricanes or something like what that has there's nowhere near Buffalo what's up with that you know and that's got to hurt dude that's got to hurt a lot of kids you know with big Johnny hockey fans and it's it's tough man but it I don't know he deserves it honestly he could he he's done his part he's played 10 years there he he's earned his UFA status to do what he wants to do the only thing I don't like is if you know in your heart you're not going to come back give the team a chance like it's the same thing that um uh, Tavares did with the the Leafs like Oh, you're gonna. Uh, yeah, I want to. I think I'm gonna sign with Long Island, and it it kept going on and on and on and on, and he ends up going to Toronto, and the Islanders got nothing for him, and it's the same with it's the same with the Flames. Like you could you could have got a first round pick, maybe a prospect, just to just to you know give some of the the fans hope. Now they lose him for nothing, and now there's there's reports that the Blues are going in all going all out for Kachuk. So I, I just can't imagine how it would be to be a Flames fan right now. Really weird. You would think they would have these two guys locked up. No question, you know? I, yeah, you might have to overpay to lock them up just to, you know what I mean? But I, it's weird. Johnny Hockey and Columbus, that that was probably, no one saw that coming. No one, not yeah. any expert or anybody. All these rumor dudes, they didn't get that right at all. I mean, Good for Columbus. You know, they made a big splash. Like, hey, we never get that big fish. And they got him. And, <laughs> you, you know, you look at you look at the um, the roster. They got Patrick Laine, who's a restricted free agent. If anything, if I'm Patrick Laine and you just brought in Johnny Hockey, it's like, whew, man, I, I you know what? I've been scoring some goals here without a good player, like an elite type of playmaker. Now they got me one. So, if I'm Patrick Laine, I'm signing long term too. So this is just good for the franchise of uh, the Blue Jackets, man. That that was a ballsy move by uh, Yarmo, and I good for him, man. Hopefully, um, they can lock up Laine. This team's gonna be good. They're gonna be a solid team. They're like kind of right in the middle, but I could I could see him sneaking in for a wild card spot this season. Right, right. So what else do you got, man? Well, that was just a good a take. slow day. 
it's a slow day, man. It's slow summer. It's I, we're still waiting on Kadri. I thought honestly he would have been he would have been signed by someone by now. But um, you know what? I could I could I could see the Flames trying to get this guy. But when I read a an article from a while ago when the Maple Leafs traded him, the Flames offered something to get him and he shut it down. So maybe he doesn't want to play there. But I'm going to be surprised. It, it could be a random team. Watch Seattle make a pitch and, and get, uh, uh, what's his name, Kadri. But, you know, we'll see. This is this is the big fish now that's out there, and I, I just can't believe how long it's been going on. Dude, he needed a super team like Colorado to produce the way that he did. No doubt about it. He was a difference maker. I've never been a fan of him. Uh, you know, he, I think he's dirty. I think he was, you know... Obviously, you don't want to see a guy getting racist death threats on the internet from these, you know, losers that probably don't leave their basement. But you know, don't don't pin him out to be an angel. He's not that type of guy. He's an agitator. He's a Brad Marchant type of guy. He will cross check you in the back of the head if he could. I, I honestly think he ran Bennington on purpose. You know, because he, <laughs> it's just a player. He is. He's a good player, but uh, he's he's no angel. So it, you got to take a, a risk on this guy. He, he, there's a chance he's going to be suspended because he he does stupid things. I think Sackick did a great job of kind of controlling him. Like, hey, we're going for it this year. We need you. Don't be an idiot. And you know what? He did a good job. And, you know, he got his cup and everything. So I think he's going to want to get paid. You know, I'm going to call it out. I think the Islanders are like one of the only teams that didn't make a splash. I could see Big Lou. Making a big move for this dude. Interesting, man. I don't. I just don't see it. You know, I wouldn't pay anything for him. They need a splash. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But is he it? <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's it. I was a little like, you know what? I, me and you, when we were doing that other podcast, we were both of us. I think we picked the Islanders to win this year, and they're a good team still. They had that. Weird start of the season. I think they were what ten games, twelve games on the road. That's that's not fair, man. I mean, they it was it was tough for them. I think they finished like two games under five hundred, but man, they they were picked to win the cup. And you know, it's they're on the road. The stadium wasn't ready. That's just a crappy situation for them. I like to see them with a fair kind of start, like the other NHL teams. Right. I think they can make some noise. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Everybody, thank you for listening. We're very appreciative. Uh, do us a favor. Check us out on Twitter on Wednesdays. I think we're going to do Wednesdays or Thursday nights, or we'll do it th- Wednesday and maybe try to release it Thursday on a, as a podcast of some sort. We're, we're going to be doing uh, like a Twitter space where everybody can get on. We could talk some hockey. You could tell us, you know, your your um you know your ideas what you think's going on with free agency with with the draft Eddie O leaving you know let us know find us on twitter shy tomahawk and uh, get on a twitter space with us uh seven what, what do you think Matt? 7 30 uh wednesday yeah, 7 38 ish yeah let's do it okay yeah we'll be on there jump on and uh, we'd love to talk to you but that's all we got for you tonight this is the tomahawk we're out of here